All right. Thanks so much for joining us today for another great episode. I have got a really cool guest lined up for you today. You are going to have a great time. You are going to get to hear from a dude, one of my friends, Mr. Bradley Brunt. He is an incredible loan officer that has been wildly successful in New Jersey, uh, helping people obtain mortgages. But in addition to that, over the last couple of years, man, you have created this incredible CRM using Go High Level that's not just a flash in the pan like a lot of people are trying to do right now, my friend. So uh, with that, I want to introduce my friend, Brad Brunt. How are you, Brad? Good, Dave. What's going on, man? Thanks for having me. It's always exciting hanging out with you, buddy. <laughs> Well, you know, talking with you is uh, is really easy because we we talk enough and have over the years that uh, it's kind of I'm talking with a friend and uh, I'm not only talking with a friend, but a friend that's got a really cool uh, product that you've been able to bring to market. And that's what I'd love to talk about today if uh, if you're OK with that. Yeah, absolutely, man. Okay. So give us a quick uh, snapshot. I kind of said at the beginning that you're in the mortgage industry. So tell us what, what your, your product, your CRM is, but how did you come to creating it and kind of just give us the quick story of, and then we'll, we'll jump into some Q and A. Yeah, man. So, I mean, I'll just start from the beginning. I graduated college in 2009. You remember that time it was, uh, it was pretty rough in the financial industry, right? It's kind of felt similar to the market we're in today. A little bit different, but similar. So I came out of college looking for a job, um, went on a bunch of different interviews, originally wanted to get into like hedge funds or financial advising. Um, but every interview I went on, um, it was me and like 15 other guys in the interview um, or in the waiting room, right? And I was green and wet behind the ears. So Luckily enough, my cousin owns a mortgage company and he said, I'll either set you up with some interviews depending on what service field you want to get into, or you can start with me January 1st, originating loans. So I had already been on like 15 different interviews, um, you know, and uh, the, the, the idea of guaranteed employment sounded a lot better than going on more interviews. So that's how I got into the mortgage business, um, quickly fell in love with it. The first six months was super tough obviously to get any loans closed. I, I think it, I think the first loan I closed was six months after getting into the business and it was for my parents. I think, I don't even think they wanted to refinance. They just felt bad for me. <laughs> um, so like fast forward, I'd started building my origination business. Um, I quickly learned that technology needed to be a part of it. Um, if I was going to grow a scalable and sustainable business. So um, to this day, I can't type to save my life. Like it's embarrassing. Um, so the fact that I know how to do all this stuff with software is amazing to some because when I'm typing in front of them, they're like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> um, but either way, I, I spent a lot of time like implementing different things and having Frankenstein systems. And I spent a good six to seven years building out what I thought was um, one of the more well-built versions of Jungo. Um, and then learned about Go High Level back in the beginning of 2020. Um, started implementing it into my business very slowly. I really just had it you know, um, converting my internet lead follow-up. I was using lead pops at the time. Um, so that's kind of how I got introduced to the platform. Uh, lead pops came out with a 2.0 version of their product, um, on Zapier. And I was unaware of that. They probably sent out an email notification. I just didn't see it. I never switched over the zap. So a month's worth of leads did not go into high level. So then I said, hey, you know what? I'm not going to do this anymore. So I built my own version of lead funnels, right? Like my own 
little surveys and stuff like that. So not only did it help me eliminate that cost monthly, but now it was directly integrated in the system. So I never had to worry about a zap failing. And after doing that, that kind of, you know, drove me to learn more about this system. I started understanding how robust it was and how many different things I could do to market my business. And I, over the last three years, I built a system for my own business. Um, I started building a product which exists today. I'm just not actively promoting it. So I have a product for real estate agents. We have full IDX websites, all that stuff. Um, but I quickly learned when I tried to take that to market, I'm already running a business where I rely primarily on real estate agents. I didn't want to start another business relying primarily on real estate agents. Um, I had a lot of loan officers um, you know, inquiring about the product, like, Hey, maybe this is something I can share with my agents, just another, you know, foot in the door, value proposition, whatever. And then I started getting the feedback, like, man, I wish you had something like this for us. And I'm like, well, that's funny you say that. Cause I do, I'm just not promoting it. I'm using it for my own business. Um, so fast forward another year from then, and now we're here and I'm actually promoting this product because it's, I found that a lot of loan officers either have, they struggle with implementing technology. Um, a lot of them are hearing about this go high level thing and they struggle with implementing it, right? I've spent hundreds to thousands of dollars um, in custom code and just building things out. And then I spend hundreds to thousands of dollars uh, monthly on integrations. And it's just, what I did was I built something that um, essentially people could plug into, right? So, yeah. Um, kind of like killing two birds with one stone. I'm helping people um, fill the need for the, you know, having that marketing technology piece, but I'm also, you know, helping myself to financially. It's rewarding that way. So, so you, so really to summarize you, you created this out of a void that you needed for your own personal business. And it's turned into something now that you can take to market and help others. Correct. Correct. And and that's okay. the good thing, man. Like you saying that, that that's the, I think that's the most important thing to focus on is there are a lot of people that are offering their version of go high level. What I find is that number one, if you, you listen to this and you know anything about high level, you do Dave, that there's a thing called a snapshot and I'm like a addicted snapshot purchaser. I think I mentioned this to you the other day and I just constantly buy snapshots just for the heck of it to see what's out there. Or maybe there's something in that snapshot that I can add to make mine a little bit better. And I feel like a lot of companies, these people building these things just missed the mark. They're not building full systems. Um, there's a lot of companies out there selling this product to loan originators and they've never originated a loan. So they don't know the full aspect of what we need in our business. Right. So, right. Makes total um, sense. So let's let's do this. So the name of the product is, or your CRM is Cerberus CRM, correct? Correct. Okay. And uh, you know, let's get this out there right away. Uh, give give your website. Let's get it right up here in the beginning. Give your website so people can go look you up. Yeah, it's uh, it's www.cerberuscrm.com. Cerberus CRM. Perfect. Okay, so let's let's hit some kind of some lightning around questions, and I'm going to try to ask you uh, some real meat and potato questions about this because this is a needed product, and and I want listeners to know that listen, you know, as a mortgage coach, you know that I've literally gotten to coach over five thousand hours of coaching hours one on one like this with people, and and I'm not coaching Brad, you know, we're just friends at this time, okay, 
but I have, I get to see literally every product out there. That's why I said that, because I get to see all the products and what people are doing. So with that, I truly believe this is by far, hands down, the best CRM lead generation system for loan officers. So let's dive into why I believe it is, and and maybe you can kind of justify why I why I believe that. Okay, so yep. let's let's talk about give some specifics. You know, the loan officer. One of the biggest fallacies or the problems in the industry right now is loan officers are scared. They're trying to grow their business. Um, loan officers dro- are dropping out of the business. I, I mean, literally over fifty percent are dropping out. I just heard some statistics on that. And then loan officers are also really scared right now because they know they need to be, or they feel like they need to be a marketing expert. And if they're not, this kind of stuff really, really quite honestly freaks them out. So talk about the specifics. If you were to like give a, like an elevator pitch synopsis of what does Cerberus help loan originators do that is so amazing, all built into this one package? I mean, it's really hard. I don't even know where to start. It does everything. Is that a good? Okay. <laughs> no, but it does I, I everything. get what you're saying. No, yeah. So here, let me start with not... my focus. Let me start with my yes. focus, like why I built it, Thank right? You. Like I'm not just a mortgage person. I'm a total marketing geek. So like where most mortgage people are following the fill in the blank, whatever that coaching program is today, right? That coaching program, what I've learned over the years is following all these different coaching programs are teaching certain things. They're really focused on that one thing, like, hey, call your database or call realtors every week or do Facebook leads. You know how how many times I see people post like, are you tired of calling realtors? You don't have to call realtors. No, that's BS. Like we do have to call realtors. That's our job. We're salespeople, right? Why not call realtors if they can send us business and we can add value to their business, right? Then there's other people that are 100% focused on content. Like, do content, do content, do content. I agree with all that stuff because I'm not following those people. I'm following the people that those people are following, right? Like the, like who? Like the Billy Jean, like the Russell Brunson, like the Alex Hermosi, like the Dean Graciosi, like Frank Hearn, fill in the blank. There's a ton of them out there, right? And they're all regurgitating something they learned from somebody, right? But primarily speaking, what it comes down to is that in order, because that's what we want, we want more clients, right? How do we get more clients? We get more appointments. How do we get more appointments? We get more leads. How do we get more leads? We optimize our traffic. And that's the piece that most people miss, optimizing the traffic. Traffic, and we talked about this yesterday on yesterday's call, right, Dave? Traffic, if you're optimizing it properly, you're focused on three things. You're focused on getting traffic through paid advertising. You're focused on getting traffic by marketing to your database, right? That's the cheapest form of traffic because you own it. You don't have to pay for it, right? You don't have to earn it. It's right there. It's in your it's your Facebook list. It's in your CRM, right? Um, the third piece of traffic, there you go, $100 million leads. He goes Keep preaching, into Preaching, baby. Keep preaching it. You bring it. Right? You're, so you're like on the, the track where I want to go. So the third piece of traffic is the traffic we earn, which is the content marketing. Now, because you brought that book up, I'll just mention it really quick. Russell Brunson mentored Alex Hermosi. Russell Brunson is the owner of ClickFunnels. I've read his books. I followed him for a long time. I was a subscriber and a, a client of ClickFunnels, right? Russell Brunson identified like there's those three traffic sources, earn, paid, and owned, right? Which I just mentioned. Alex Hermosi, which, hey, look what I got too. It's right here on my desk, right? I feel like everybody should have this book because I, love it. I think 
I think that's the biggest problem is people are failing right now because they're not generating enough leads, right? It's just more at bads. And absolutely, he goes into this little section right here. He talks about his core four and his lead getters, right? Core four, core four if you remember, I said what? Traffic we earn, traffic we own, traffic we pay for. The warm and the cold outreach on the top of the core four, that's traffic we own, right? That's database marketing, whether we're doing, whether we're sending messages to, to cold traffic or, or warm, right? Post free content, that's earned traffic, right? Lead getters is a part of, that's basically referrals, right? Through your affiliates or clients, employees, whatever. That's a part of the traffic we own and earn traffic, right? So that kind of fills in both of those buckets, right? And then run paid ads. So really, Alex Hermosi just came out with his own version of what he learned from Russell Bronson, which Russell Bronson probably learned that from Tony Robbins or somebody. I don't know who, who he learned it from, but it's, it's, it's pretty much guaranteed that if we focus on traffic, we're going to get more clients at the end of the day. We just need to focus on our leading indicators, right? Which is how many leads are we getting? If we just work every day to get as many possible leads and really optimize where we're getting them from, I think we're going to win. And that's kind of like the backbone of this system is that I built a system. I'm not a coach. I'm not going to say, hey, don't call realtors or don't do webinars or don't do paid advertising. I'm going to say do it all. But at the end of the day, maybe you only want to do this piece and we have a, we have that built into our system. So if all you want to do is market to your database. Great. We can do that. Right. All you want to okay, do is so paid advertising. Great. We could do that. Love it. So let's drill into, let's pick a couple of those buckets there and explain how does Cerberus help go after each of those funnels or each of those pillars, I'll call them, okay? Okay. Perfect. So let's just start with whichever one, but that this will give a specific, you know, usage of how Cerberus can help you attract more leads in each of these pillars or buckets that you just mentioned. So the first thing is paid traffic. Right. This is where most people fail. They don't know they're they want to do Google or they want to do Facebook and just messing around with those platforms is a job in itself. So what do they do? They resort to like hiring an ad agency that's going to charge you seven hundred, a thousand, two thousand, three thousand dollars a month just to manage your ads. And then you still have ad spend on top of that. Right. And now because you're paying them that monthly fee, you're now committed to running those ads and you're limited to like two or three campaigns. Right. With our system, we have an AI ad creator where you can launch ads using AI. So all you need to do is pretty much put the name of your company, your website, and an idea of what your offer is going to be, right? So if like I was running an ad for VA, like veterans, I could say, you know, um, you know, get, a, you know, buy your next home using a hundred, uh, using the VA loan and get a hundred percent financing or no down payment or something like that. And then it'll actually create a prompt and then that prompt will be used to create your entire ad, right? And then all you do is targeting and hit launch. The greatest thing about it is that you can have multiple ads running at any given time, but it's also a faucet. Like if you want to do some paid advertising for a week or two and then turn it off, so be it, right? You could do that. So like, as far as the paid advertising goes, I have like, and I can run ads. I'm really good at it. I could go into Facebook and create my own ads, but I use it myself because it just eliminates so many steps. And at the end of the day, like AI is just getting better and better. I'm never going to be able to win in an arena against AI. So why not have AI write my ads for me? It'll save me steps. It'll save me time and it's going to perform. So I have like four ads running right now that automatically has business coming in, right? 
So that's the first step is the paid advertising makes it super easy. And and not only do we um it's not only can you create consumer-based advertising, but you can also create um, advertising that you can be running towards referral partners. And you're not limited to just Facebook. So most ad agencies that you hire, I would say 90% of them, it's all Facebook ads. On here, you can run Facebook ads, you can run LinkedIn, you can run Google, you can run TikTok. And LinkedIn, I mean, think about the power in that. Like if you wanted to promote a webinar, right, which we have a webinar system built in in our platform, you wanted to run a webinar, you can actually run a webinar promoting, let's say, HomeBot to real estate agents and run that advertisement on LinkedIn and target anybody with a title, real estate agent, real estate broker, licensed realtor, whatever the case is, you know, so the sky's the limit with the paid advertising part. Is that easy to create? You know, because again, let's just say I'm not, I'm not real you know, tech savvy. Um, that sounds great, but a lot of these systems tell you that it's easy to do these things, and then you have to go in and completely build these things out. I mean, if it is, just that's okay. Just tell us, you know, tell the audience. But is your system easy to create some of these these ads and so forth? Well, yeah. I mean, it's AI doing it for you. The biggest thing is that, like, if you want to create an ad on LinkedIn, it's not going to automatically go in and there build your business profile and all that stuff. So. In order to run an ad, which is anything, if you had an agency do it, they might help you set this up. We don't we don't do that. Like I'm not gonna go in and create your business account or your ads manager in Facebook. Like you have to have that set up. Now we do have a, a weekly office hours call, which is all about that. Like so if that's the thing, like, hey, I'm having trouble, then you know, we could probably dive into that on the weekly call, but also like time is money, right? And that's the one thing we learned is who not how, right? So if it's one of those things, like I want to run LinkedIn and I don't have a LinkedIn account, like it'd be pretty easy. I would think to go on Upwork or Fiverr and hire someone, you know, for that project to help you set that up. Right. So what, yeah. I mean, what's going to cost 20 bucks or something like that, give or take to get somebody to set those accounts up for you. Yeah, right. Makes sense. But so once is there like, like how many clicks is it? If I wanted to set up, like run a Facebook ad right now, like, like, is it like a five minute process or is it, you know, I thought I watched a demo with with you, uh, you know, a couple of a couple of weeks ago with, when you had like 25, 30 people on the call. And uh, I thought it was like five clicks would get an ad up and running in your Google or your either Google or Facebook. Is that correct? Or did I? Yeah, that that's wrong? that's pretty much it. I mean, you're the okay. first section is building the prompt, which you just again, you put your website, your company name and your offer. It'll create a prompt. Then you hit create content and it'll take you to the next page. All the content will be created, the media, the pictures, the, the um, you know, the ad itself, all that stuff. And then once you get to that page, um, the only thing you really have to do is select your targeting, which you're either targeting for new clients or you might be doing a retargeting ad. So that takes a couple seconds to do. And then just creating your lead form if it's not already created. So I would say, yeah, about five clicks. Um, okay. Let's put it this way. It would take the first time you were using, it might take you a good 10, 15, 20 minutes to get through it, you know? Um, but once you've done it a few times, I mean, I can launch an ad in two and a half minutes, you know, um, and, and it'd probably be quicker if load time was a little quicker, you know, so okay. it's like anything time well, in the saddle, but it's super easy. It's a heck of a lot okay. easier than going on Facebook and trying to create or going on Google and trying to create an ad. 
Yeah. And, you know, you mentioned, you know, obviously AI is a big component of this, you know, but you've been working on your AI integration for quite some time. It's not just, you know, you're, are you just plugging into chat GPT four like everybody else, or are you using, you know, any, are any direct link in there or, or what's anything, anything different that you're doing that's helpful to others? Well, chat GPT obviously is, is, is what it's it's a it's a version of OpenAI, right? That allows us humans to talk to it. So like we're using OpenAI, the API through OpenAI, right? And that's what these systems are using. So the AI ad creators using OpenAI. We also have a booking assistant in the system, automatically booking appointments that is built on OpenAI. That's pretty cool. I used your uh, to get this podcast scheduled. I know you had looked at my calendar, but I uh, I was talking with your bot. Um, I think my bot might have been talking to your bot, getting this all coordinated with our crazy schedules. It was kind of funny. Um, I, you know, I knew you finally jumped in and said, all right, let's just get it on the books. Um, but it was pretty good. Okay, let's talk about, is there another pillar that you can talk specifically to, you know, as far as those pillars that Hermosi talks about that you've built into Cerberus to help with lead generation? Yeah, I mean... The next part would be like the um, the traffic we own, right? Like that's 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 the idea is to get these leads into the system, whether it's referral or paid advertising, get everything into your system. So now you own that traffic and you can market to them whenever through text, ringless, voicemail, email, retargeting, whatever. Right. So the traffic we own, we have a whole tagging system that we built. So there's a consumer funnel. There is a partner funnel. Right. So the consumer funnel. With consumers, we market to consumers two different ways, right? We market based on the opportunity or we market based on the contact, right? So if we're doing like overall database marketing, we're going to market to the consumers based on their stage, right? So we have stage tags. It moves from lead to client to close client, depending on where they're at in their life cycle of working with us. So like, for instance, if a close client closes and they get tagged as close client, if they come back into our system three years later because they opted into one of our Facebook offers or we're on our website, they're going to go, they're going to get added to a pipeline as a lead. They're going to go through lead follow-up, but they're not going to get retagged as a lead, right? And the reason we did that is because we want to identify where our consumers are in their life cycle of working with us. So like, again, back to the geek, marketing geek, whatever, like I look at this as a sales funnel, like the, the typical business sales funnel is three phases. And some people have four phases, but three phases, it's basically awareness, consideration, conversion, right? And that's like with the Facebook ads, that's why a lot of people you'll hear, oh, Facebook leads stink. No, like look at your, look at the last 10 people you close. I guarantee all of them are on Facebook, right? Unless you're primarily, primarily doing reverse mortgages, then it might be a different story. But I would say, most people are not, and most people's clients are on Facebook. It's just perfecting the right offer and then getting them to know, like, and trust you, right? So that's where this whole tagging thing comes into, into place because now you can market to your database. You can send emails, say, to every one of your leads every single week, but then maybe make it a point that every fourth week you're sending an email to your entire consumer database because, let's face it, clients and closed clients are now in the consideration or converted phase, right? So we don't need to email them every week because they don't care about mortgages as much as we do. But we want, we might want to send an email to anybody that's tagged as a lead every single week because they haven't made it as far as going into process. So they're still in that awareness phase. They're still getting to know us and deciding and considering, should I work with Dave, right? 
Um, so that's the, that's the one way. And that same thing, like with the, the fact that we can send them emails, you can send them text messages, you could do whatever. I mean, obviously stay compliant, right? Um, but that's how we market to our, con our consumer audience is based on the tags that we've set up. Um, as far as our partners, we have a whole partner acquisition process where the system is going to determine, right, where they're at. So like if they get added for the first time as a partner, right? So every partner, every potential business partner gets a partner tag and then they get their job title tag or multiple job titles. So like if I'm putting a realtor in the system, they're going to get a realtor tag and a partner tag, right? Or a realtor tag, partner tag, and CPA. Maybe they do both, right? Um, either way, they're going to get those tags. Well, when the partner tag gets added, they are considered a lead in our partner acquisition lifecycle. If they haven't already engaged with us or booked an appointment, completed an appointment or referred us business, right? As soon as we get their first engagement, if they haven't done one of those later things, they get moved to prospect now. So back to Hermosi, like he came out like with, oh, what's a lead? It's anybody we can contact, but really we want engaged leads, right? That's people that are raising their hands, communicating with uh, somebody that we can actually sell something to, right? So I kind of took like a bit out of his book or his head, whatever, and said, okay, we want to identify like these are all the people that are as cold as ice. And these are the people that are a little bit warmer that actually know who we are. They've engaged, they've responded to a message, filled out a form, responded to an email, called us, whatever. It's going to automatically move them to prospect, right? Once they book an appointment, it's going to move them to appointment booked if they haven't already completed an appointment or referred us business, right? It's always that if, if they haven't done this in the, the later part of the cycle, right? Once they complete an appointment, it moves them to that. And then once they refer us business, because we have a referral management system, it's going to automatically now move them to partner acquisition partner. So at any, at any time I can quickly go and say, okay, these are all the CPAs that I'm, that are in the prospecting stage. These are all the CPAs that have booked an appointment with me, but haven't completed one. These are all the realtors who have booked an appointment, but haven't completed one. Right? So now it's very easy for me to be intentional about how I'm marketing to my partners because I can quickly identify where they're at in the life cycle. And even beyond that, once they become a partner because they've referred me business, because we have a whole referral tracking system, I can now identify everybody that's referred me business in the last 90 days and everybody that has referred me business with nothing in the last 90 days. So now I have an A and a B list for the people I'm actually partnered with and I can market to them different because let's face it, I don't want to market. I don't want to call people that haven't sent me business in the last 90 days every single week because they're not sending me business for one of two reasons. They either don't have the business to send me, right? Or they're not sending me business because they're working with somebody else. So I'm not going to waste my time calling them every week. The A-list I might call every week to continue maintaining that relationship. Makes total sense. And, you know, you talked about the leads and I think this is really important for listeners. You know, when they're, you know, as you get leads, it is, it's just as important to have those ice cold leads as it is that those engaged leads, because those ice cold leads, the whole idea of this system is you're staying in touch with these people, utilizing AI and utilizing marketing systems to then hopefully convert them into the engaged bucket correct yep. so that you can then convert them into the 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 paid traffic bucket or the giving you business or doing business with you bucket so you know it's, it's so you're kind of managing three you know buckets all at once with the system which is which is good so i like to hear that um yeah there so a... so keep going so once you get them into the system the whole idea is you're you're not letting them leave the system until they either you, you know i kind of say either you know they either buy or die 
um, one of the yep. two. Um, it, I mean, correct? Is that kind of the whole idea? Yeah. Is keep well, that's, them in there? Yeah, I mean, that's the whole idea, man. I mean, um, I, I mean, Cerberus was the guard dog that gated the guards of hate that guarded the gates of Hades, which his job was to keep them from ever leaving. So that was kind of like the whole mindset with that name. Now I did learn that name. Like it was, it, it was inspired by a marketing, a retargeting marketing campaign that Nick Carpenter created for the Legion of loan officers. And I thought, man, that's okay, an sure. awesome name. That would be great for this, for a CRM. And I kind of went with that now. Um, at the time they already had a CRM and it was like K KL something or other. And now they have another one, but they weren't using it. So like, I didn't feel like any type of way I'm part of the group, you know, I'm in their club. So, um, you know, like, Nick, Nick may have been, uh, rolling a, uh, rolling a uh, fatty or something when he, uh, <laughs> came up with that marketing campaign. So let's, let's give props to him. He, he yeah. does a nice job with, uh, with, uh, some marketing stuff as well. So. Yeah, well, it ha he does. He's awesome, man. I like Nick, and he's you know what it is. He's a per he's a he's a person. He's an actual person. He's not faking it. He's not being someone other than he is. And I think that's what's important is being authentic. So I, I think yeah. they have a great thing. They're a great group of guys, and um, definitely um, you know someone to look up to in the, in the marketing for mortgage space. Um, but yeah, either way, that's kind of like what where I kind of like was introduced to the name, but it has multiple meanings, obviously the whole guard dog thing, but like the fact that there's three heads and we focus on three types of traffic. So each head represents a type of traffic that we need to be focused on. I went to, um, our honeymoon was in Greece. So the whole Greek mythology thing, and I've always been in love with it. I've always been in love with dogs. So like, it just has this whole, like there's so many different reasons I like that name and the logo, but, um, you know, that that's the biggest thing is, to, you know, it all comes down to traffic. Like we need to optimize our traffic so we get more leads, but then we need to convert the leads. So those are t the two biggest pieces that we've focused on. Um, and before I forget, because I do want to go back to the consumer thing. So we talked about the consumer contact tagging process so we can market the contacts as a whole. We've also identified the partner tagging process so we can market to partner prospects or contacts as a whole. But like also with the consumers, which I think a lot of fail, people fail to do is actually marketing the opportunity. So I've been very big on creating opportunities. I did it with Salesforce and I kind of implemented that and go high level with Cerberus. Um, but what we do is we have pipelines for purchase and refinance. And depending on where they're at in the pipeline, they're getting called. So like, for instance, our pipelines are very basic because what we're doing is it's basically the system is lead to in process and then back after closing. So we're basically using it to create and engage leads till they go into process and then re-engage our closed clients, right? That's what it's all about. So uh, that so, process so that well, I was going to say that process of lead to application, it's basically there's a lead stage, a prospecting stage and a pre-approval stage, for instance, on the buyer pipeline, right? There's a refinance pipeline that's similar, but like the way it happens is anytime a new lead comes in, they're going on the pipeline in the lead stage. They remain in the open status for 30 days. So my VA is calling them every day in addition to the messages that they're getting, right? Once they move to prospecting, that's because we identified and conversated and talked to them and they said, yes, I'm interested. And at that point, we're waiting on them to complete an application so we can make a decision. So the prospecting stage, same thing. My business partner, because he's doing the consultations, he's calling that list every single day. Um, depending on conversations he's having to get them to move to pre-approve. Now, if they don't do anything in 30 days, they get marked as abandoned and same thing with the leads. So now what happens is over time, we have this abandoned list of contacts that never took the next step and now we can reactivate them, right? So we're like marketing the heck out of the opportunities and 
also, because those are the people that really engage and raise their hand and said, Hey, I want to buy a house. So I'm not just going to shoot from the hip and aim in the dark and try to find people that might want to buy a house. I have a whole, you know, pipeline and different lists built out for the people that do want to buy a house or do want to refinance the house. Makes total sense. Okay. That makes total sense. So let me ask, I want to make sure I get this in because this is important and I want to, I've got uh, two more questions that I want to make sure I get in. So I know you had mentioned, um, and I thought it was really cool, the the open house feature that you're using uh, to attract agents. Uh, yep. And so you're able to give, can you just explain what's the open house feature that you created in here that's a done for you system? Yeah. So there's, we have an open house sign in whether you could create the sign in and send it to agents, or you can actually go to the open house and get belly to belly with the agent. But it's basically, um, it's a sign in form. That's first name, last name, email. I mean, first full name, phone number, email. And then we created a URL generator. Um, it's a process where you put that link into the URL generator and then put the agent's name, phone number, and email. And what it'll do is it'll create a new URL with the thing called UTM parameters. It's basically tracking information. So when people click on that new URL, when the contact fills out their name, phone number, and email, because of that URL, that URL is already identified what open house and what agent is associated to that open house. So when it creates the lead, it goes into our system and it will create the opportunity and it'll say open house, 12 Main Street, Dave Brown. You know, that way we can identify all the people that came from that open house and market to them and get those back to the agent. So that's the, that's the first thing is we have an open house sign-in process that we can either send the asset to the agent so they can use it to get people to get like a second opinion mortgage, whatever, or we can go to the open house and, and have people do it, right? So me personally, if I went to an open house, which I try and test all this stuff out, I went to an open house. Agents have their own thing. So I sat at the front door and made sure every single person that signed, came in signed into her sheet, right? Probably most sign-ins she's ever got because somebody was in control of it. Um, and then anybody that needed a mortgage, I had them scan the QR code, right? Um, so there's that. And then we also have with our AI ad creator, we have the SOP to create an ad that you can promote, promoting the open house. And typically we're finding that you're going to get leads from a dollar to two dollars a piece. Um, and there's a whole follow-up system with that. So when the lead comes in, it automatically puts them on the pipeline, starts following up with them. But it's also sending an email notification to the agent every single time a lead comes in, basically with that new leads information, right? And we're letting the lead know that, you know, we're here to address your mortgage concerns and help you get pre-approved if you'd like to do that. In the meantime, your information has been sent over to, and it plugs in the name of the agent, and they'll be reaching out um, regarding your property query. That way, if you have any questions, they can help you with that, right? Um, okay. okay. So it's, yeah. So you're running. So like a few days before the open house, you might uh, spend $20, $25 running a, a quick open house ad promoting the property, getting leads. And so then you're using that before the open house to basically you're giving leads of people that have raised their hands about that home and giving those to the agent before they ever even go to the open house. Yeah, yeah, wow. exactly. Okay. And it's and it's cool because now it's like, okay, well, I want to meet with somebody this week. So let's on Monday go on to Zillow, Realtor, whatever program of your choice, fill in the blank and find out who's having open houses and just start reaching out to each agent until you identify the one that says, yes, I'd like you to co-sponsor, right? And I, if I call you and say, hey, Dave, dude, I see you're having an open house on 12 Main Street, beautiful property. Do you have anybody co-sponsoring you? You're going to say, what is that? Mm -hmm. and I'm like, well, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to 
I'm going to send you some leads. I'm going to get some leads for the, for the open house over the next week. And I'm going to come to the open house and make sure everybody signs in for you. So that way you can do what you do best. And that's interact, engage and make relationships. Right. Um, I'll work the door for you. Right. Like I've done this because anything I, I, anything I put in the system, I try myself first. Like we, we are the Guinea pig, which kind of makes our product different because I'm a mortgage person. So we're testing all this stuff and making sure it works. But like I did this, I ran our webinar system, which we have an agent showed up to our webinar. After the webinar, I had a quick conversation, got her to commit to a Zoom meeting, identified that she gets most of our leads from open houses, asked her if she has anyone co-sponsoring them. She said no. Asked her when her next open house was. She said next Saturday. I said, would you mind if I did that? What is that? Well, I'm going to get you leads and make sure everybody signs and I'm going to come in and help you at the open house. So Fast forward, I show up to the open house that Saturday and she got 20 some leads from me over the last three or four days. And then she goes, hey, Brad, what are you doing tomorrow? Because I have another open house. <laughs> she liked that, didn't she? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I, I mean, that's what I'm saying. And like I was talking to an agent buddy of mine. Yes. I said, hey, look, if a new if a new lender reached out to you, what is going to entice you to to take a meeting? And he said. Um, why have lenders asking me, you know, I'm loyal to you guys, so I don't, I'm not doing anything, but he's like some lenders, um, you know, they, they actually have offered to send, give me a thousand dollars after a closing. So like point being at the end of this conversation, what we identified was what I already thought, which the, the best way to attract agents is either give them money, give them leads or teach them. Right. Once yep. you attract them through one of those three ways, right. And when I say attract, that's the easiest way to attract. We can obviously yeah. harass them and call them every single day for the next 365 days till, until they say yes or no, right? Um, but to easily attract, right? And I threw out the obvious there, we're not going to give them $1,000. But just to say, like, we give them money, we give them leads, or we teach them. But once we do that, then they actually experience our process, and that's what's going to win them over, right? Okay. Makes sense. Yep. So that's the idea. Sense. That's the idea is like I talked to somebody today and he's like, oh, the agents aren't answering. They're not doing this. It's the holidays. And I'm like, it sounds like an excuse to me, bud. Like <laughs> I if I call an agent right now and said I have a million dollar listing, I can get I can get nine out of 10 of them to answer or call me back right away. So it sounds like it sounds to me like it's your offer. Right. So that's yeah. kind of like what we're doing here is we're trying to give people an offer to make so that. Yeah. Yeah. It's either the offer or it's just the uh, it's the limiting belief up here that people have that, oh, it's the holidays. Oh, the business is terrible. And and listen, we're not I'm not here to blow smoke up your you know, skirt. The business is hard out there. You have to grind and work right now. So that's what the system helps you do. It's like having another employee that's helping you generate. So. I want to ask this question kind of in closing because we could go on for, for a long time, but I think this is really important, Brad. So many people in, in your position, and I've been there, you've been there, we've all bought something, okay? And and it's presented with this beautiful packaging, you know, this this marketing that looks great, and they tell you that it's all done for you. You just show up and and I think of it like a blow-up raft, like you like you open it up and like a, a life you know, raft, like it just expands out. Well, any type of software like this, when you buy it there, I mean, there is some work that you have to put into it to get it to do what you want it to do. Is that correct? There's no, yes, there's, you have to okay. put a lot of work into this. Like I'll be okay. transparent about this. If you don't work the system, it doesn't work. And that's with anything that that's the problem is with most softwares, people fail because they think that just like you said, it's this, it, this blow up life raft that's going to save the day. And it's not like, you know, house doesn't get built with the hammer. It gets built with the person swinging the hammer. Right. 
There you go. That's the best analogy, brother. And that's what I wanted to get out there because you have to. So let's let's be real about this. If somebody you know wants to invest in your system, I know you have the weekly training courses. You have all kinds of videos. So what? You know, let's just say I I start with your software today. You know what's the process of of how many hours? I mean, realistically, they really get this thing running where I want it to be so that I can implement it. You know what's my investment of time? Because we want to be honest with people that if you know if you're not going to to put the time in and swing the hammer, don't buy this or any other software because none of them work if you don't work them correctly. Uh, I think it's. I think that's a great question. And the time is going to vary on who you are and how much time you want to put in the business. The, the thing is, like right now, what we need to identify is what do we need to be doing to grow a, a sustainable and scalable business? What do we need to be doing to move the needle? Let's talk about that really quick. We need to be right. making phone calls. We need to be having appointments. We need to be managing appointments. We need to be creating marketing. We need to be you know, promoting webinars that we're having. We need to be sending emails to our database, right? Everything that I just mentioned is done in the system. So between me and you, like that guitar back there, I always tell people like I could play the guitar a little bit if I just played it for 20 hours, I can get past that initial learning thing, right? Um, and, and that's the thing is like, I'm in the CRM all day long. Because just like I said, I can text out of it, I can email out of it, I can call out of it, I can create marketing assets out of it, I can email, like do everything out of it. What else do I need to be doing? So I'm either in this system or I'm on meetings. And when I'm on meetings, I'm usually in the system while I'm on meetings because I want to be able to see the person's contact information, take notes, create tasks, all that stuff. You know, but like there's a, there's a process of learning and this can be applied to anything, right? There's four stages to learning, right? And I want to relate it to a vehicle, right? If you tell the baby how to drive a vehicle, the baby's not going to be overwhelmed or anxious because it doesn't even know what a vehicle is. So it doesn't know if it's easy, hard. It doesn't even know what it is, right? And then you, you have the next step, right? Where it's like the person finds out, it grows up, it's not a baby anymore. It finds out what a car is and now it's overwhelmed because it just looks so scary, the idea of driving a car. So think of like a teenager, 15 years old, before even doing the permitting section, right? The teenager is figuring out like, oh man, that car, like I've seen my dad do it. It's hard. It's going to be hard to drive that car. Like, man, this is going to be scary. Traffic, lights, blinkers, this, that, gas pedal, clutch, whatever, right? Then what happens next? They go through permitting. They're learning how to drive and here they go. Like, okay, I'm going to make a left. I got to hit my blinker. I got to slow down. I got to watch for traffic. I'm turning, right? So they're learning how to drive the car. They're driving though, right? It's, it's working just like this system. Yes. We can do that. It's going to work, but there's still going to be that. We're constantly thinking like, what do we have to do? Where's this? Where's that at? Eventually with time, after you got your license, right? When you first got your license, it was still like thinking about that. Next thing you know, like if you're a chick, you're like driving with your knee, you're drinking coffee, talking on the phone, doing your makeup, right? It's like second nature, not even thinking about it, right? That's the problem is like high level, which we built this off of is a monster, right? When I first heard about high level, I was using Jungo and Agent Legend. And when somebody told me that, I'm like, oh, I don't care, whatever. I didn't even, what is that? I don't even know, right? Then when I started doing it, I went through that overwhelming. Like I found out what it was. I'm like, man, this is a monster. And then I started using it. And then I was in that phase where like I'm checking for my blinkers and all that stuff. And now I, this system, like I run it and like I can run it in my sleep. You know what I mean? So like, that's the thing is you have to think about those four stages to learning with anything that can be applied to anything, but especially with a CRM, man, like I see people constantly posting, especially right now more than ever, like what's the best CRM? 
just mm-hmm. get something and use it. But like, understand you have to go through those first three stages to get to the fourth stage. Yeah, that's, you know what? Thank you. And I'm glad that you're transparent about that because it's one of the biggest problems that we see and, and people, what they end up doing is just bouncing around buying the next automation or, you know, this one didn't work. I, I spent, you know, three, four, five grand over the course of the last 12 to 15, 18 months, and then they go to another system and all they're doing is hurting themselves. And so I'm, you know, I, again, if you're going to get whatever system, and that's what I want people to know, whatever system you're using, honestly, is the best system. Use it. Now, Cerberus, I believe, does a lot of other things that that other systems don't do at a higher level. But at the end of the day, any system, it's like, you know, when people say, well, what's the best camera to take a, to do a reel on? Whatever, whatever your phone is, you know, whether it's a, you know, you know, Android or an iPhone, that's the best doggone camera. Don't go get confusing. Just use what you got. So, Brad, you have dropped some amazing information. Let's let's tell everybody how they get a hold of you if they want to join like a webinar that you host, I think, monthly. How do they get a hold of you to find out more information about Cerberus? Yeah, I mean, the easiest way is find me on social media. I'm, I'm either Brad Bront or Bradley Bront. Um, Facebook, uh, I had to change my name to Bradley because of a whole identification thing and losing my ads account because of it. So I had to start all over. So then I went with my government, which you call me Bradley in the beginning of this call. And you and Facebook and my mom are the only ones that have ever called me. <laughs> but uh, so you're special now in my heart. Um, but yeah, it's either Bradley Bront or Brad Bront. The difference is I'm like, 40 and my dad who shares the same name is um, 70 and he has long hair and looks like a straight up biker. So you'll quickly tell the difference of who probably does software and mortgage and who doesn't. Um, nice. Me, but that's that. Cerberus CRM is um, the quickest way to schedule a demo or find out more about us. And the cool thing is we do have a create your own virtual receptionist feature where you can go to our website and do that and actually like like test out how this our booking bot which we didn't even talk about would look like in your business right um so yeah get a hold of me but to go really go back really quick before we finish this thing up is cerberus is the best crm though actually really that the honest answer i know it's like the one that you use but cerberus is the best i have to mention that but um it's about time man you've been (laughs) humble but for god's sakes i've been like throwing lobs out there for you to to hit it and uh, and it's like it really is a hell of a system and so thank you for uh, you're i know you're humble but it it really is a great system brad you've done a good job i appreciate you saying that but no in all all, in all reality if you're listening to this and you're going to go and post what's the best crm it's not the right question find out what your non-negotiables are, right? Like for me in my business, I need to be able to create landing pages, funnels. I need, um, you know, AI booking bots. I need to be able to send a text message, a ringless voicemail, that stuff. So I think that's what people skip over is find out the features you need that you're looking for that are going to move the needle on your business and ask that question. What system has these features that you would recommend, right? Awesome. I love it, man. All right. So for those of you listening, thank you so much for joining. And if you know anybody that's you know looking for the right CRM or has questions and they want to really learn how to grow their business, definitely hit up Brad. And uh, please like and share this podcast. It helps us. And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Thanks so much for joining, Brad. Have a great day. Thanks, brother.